0: Half knowing, half learning. What does it mean to explore the space between? I'm Jason E.C. Wright, and this is Half-Calf, where I catch up and converse with friends and creatives in the middle of transition. Today, I catch up with Navasha Thomas, as she illustrates how freedom is an action,
1: not a concept. Um, I'm in the middle of training, which I'm always in the middle of doing, because I'm always trying to be better. So I need to project. I'm always trying to be better. I'm in the middle of training. Um,
0: yeah. Well, you're also in the middle of a lot of different things. Like you have what you do with your personal ambitions, which is being active, but then how that translates into what you do, kind of yeah, for a living. Yeah. My if you will. creative
1: work, though, isn't like I don't. I never feel like I'm in the middle of doing something. I'm kind of like get it out and then come back to it. And I've always been like that. So I don't give a fuck what it is. I just get it out. Um, and sometimes it's not even thorough and it doesn't, it's not polished, but it's out and it's done. And I may come visit it five years from then, you know, but at least I got the idea out. And I think everything is an idea and a process. And it's just, it's never going to be perfect. Like things that I did six years ago, I'm like giving attention to now. And right. it's getting the attention it needs, wouldn't, which it wouldn't have gotten that time ago, you know? So it's kind of like, for me, it's a, as long as I get it out, I don't... I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah.
0: So what would you say, if you were telling someone, like, here's a simple version of what my day-to-day, week-to-week looks like, like, you have, we ascend, undo, what else? Like, not multi it, you're just like a... Multi-branded company of your own, <laughs> if it makes sense. But like, really breaking down, like, what are the initiatives that you? Where are the vehicles that you already have in place that you're using as a platform?
1: Me? That's about it. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, there's business names that matter, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm the vehicle. And however I gotta get it done in order for business to be handled properly I do so we have undo which is a fitness initiative but we wanted to do business with people beyond fitness and wellness so we have we ascend which is a full servicing agency um, I mean I feel like I have little things with a bunch of people I mean I was in a band I was, you know there's a bunch of little things but at the end of the day it's just me and it's me fulfilling the things that I want so there's always gonna be a new avenue it happens every
0: few years. And there was a conversation we had one time where you were talking about, like, what really drives you for the activity that you do, like, going out and running and doing, um, <laughs> it's not considered extreme sports, it would be considered, um,
1: Adventure sports?
0: I guess more, more of that. Yeah. But... You said something in that conversation. I'm trying to remember what your exact words were because it was really brilliant. But basically, you're like, "There's all these crazy white boys out here doing stuff," and I was like, "I want to do that shit too." So I'm just gonna show up and do it. Oh,
1: my hashtag is rich white boy freedom. Oh, there. Um,
0: (laughs) That part. So talk talk about that. Like, not so much the impetus behind it, but like really, like where that came from and what it means to you and how it applies to the way that you um, act act on things.
1: My aspirations are never to like own a bunch of stuff and I used to work for this hedge fund and I just saw, I remember I was running and the owner he like looked at me and he was like you always have a new pair of shoes on and they're cool and I was like yeah and he was like I wear these same shoes every day and I was like yeah and he's rich. And that always stuck with me and little things have always stuck with me that like I don't need to show that I have stuff, I just need to know that I have stuff and that stuff for me is knowledge and information and experiences and usually most people just aspire to have things, you know? They get a little money, they want to show that they have it. I'm not that way. I've never, re- I mean I was like that and then I grew out of that because thankfully I had a great job when I was a kid and I've always been working really hard. So you know rich white boy freedom is like what do rich white boys want when like the money's not an option you know and they don't need money so what do they go get and I want to be in those rooms with what they go have because that's how you win that's how you like see them face to face and they consider you an equal and consider you like you know it's even viable for conversation because you're there
0: right.
1: you know so that's it
0: and you were telling me about this run you did across the yeah. desert?
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm training for right now. Wow. Um, it's a relay race from here to Vegas.
0: From Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Okay. And are you, so what is the path? What's the route for it?
1: Um, we take the back way, so just basically through Death Valley and, yeah, it's 344 miles. So how do you, Santa Monica to Vegas?
0: How do you train for that? How much of it is mental? So how much for
1: is me, um, over the last five years, I've been trying to stay as fit as possible and able to just run a race whenever I need to. Um, I've had some injuries, and they definitely slowed me down. Um, so for me, my training has been a way more weight training than running. Um, I'm starting to run now more, but I've been doing weight training for the last, like, two months um, just because I'm weak as hell. Um I mean, just when you pound your body so much and you don't really take care of it the right way, so when I started really getting into running, I didn't know what I was doing, and you learn. You live and you learn, so yeah. My training is more so weight training, but it all depends on, you know, it all depends on how big your team is, it all depends on what your goal is. I mean, my strategy for my team is to, like, you know, play my strongest in the beginning and the end, and then let everyone have a free-for-all in the middle, so that's, all, that's how we're going to play it, you know? I don't know where I'll fall in line with that, doing both logistics and running, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's a long race. It's a, it's a hard battle, but, again, it's not what, like, my peers are usually signing up for, and I like that because I'm always trying to, like, be on the other level of, like, uh, what are we doing, Go to the club? You know, I don't want to go to the club. I can go run across the desert right now.
0: So it's interesting when you talk about that, like, not only being, you know, aware that your ambition is different from your peers and being okay with it, but also still kind of like being that living example of, like, I'm not going to tell you come do something different, I'm just going to show you that it's an option and you know where to come and get it if you want to explore this particular thing. How important is that for you to just, like, be yourself, but visibly?
1: I don't have a choice. (laughs) it. I have a choice. It's just who I am. Like, I realize what it means for people, and that's great, but it doesn't mean anything unless they apply it to their lives. So being out for show means nothing to me either. So it's great that, like, people are inspired, but if you have no activation in your life, then I have not done my job. So that, I mean, it's like, it's cool, but it's also like, I don't really care. I'm just gonna do what I have to do. Um, so that's good for me and that's good for what I want in my life but and if you know someone like something along the way then great but I'm kind of not to say I'm out here for me but like you know it only matters when you apply it to your life and most people don't
0: but it's interesting for me when I see the because um, I can only speak for myself but when I've seen the types of spaces that you appear in and I mean appear like literally just like like you're here and then you're gone but it's interesting the ones that you tend to be behind um, there's a lot of connectivity and interaction and even accountability uh, into it so like there was the, um, the Oolong event with uh, Deaf which I think is where I uh, first officially met you and then there was the Come and Talk to We that I attended which both of them totally different formats of programming but very similar in what ended up happening regardless of whether that was the intention or not everything that i've seen you be a part of has to do with people speaking their truth regardless and holding themselves accountable to what they say their truth is like you said having the activation in our lives but also holding other people accountable to the things that they claim to believe in but aren't putting into action how often do you find that not that it misses the mark, but like you said, people are inspired, but they're not doing anything about it, versus the times when you see people see something, and then it activates them, and then they start picking up on it. Like, what's been, what's been the, just the latent ratio that you've noticed of that? Um,
1: I mean, a lot of people don't want to work hard, but that's okay, because that's what survival of the fittest is all about, you know, and play dumb that you know shit happens to you and that's all it really comes down to like I can't save everybody I create opportunities for people to learn but I can't save everyone and so all I can do and like I say this is me all I can do is create the opportunity because this is all I think about it's what I do it's how I live my life I enjoy sharing I enjoy you know like educating other people and teaching but can't save people and we've seen in you know Mother Nature alone, and just with what Mother Nature can do to us, you know? And people don't want to, like, get themselves together and learn these things. And it's just like, you can, there can be a fire or an earthquake or a flood or something, and it can just wipe you out. Are like, you strong enough to, like, lift yourself up and get yourself out of a situation? And it's as simple as like those kind of things, where it's like we don't think in those regards. And I'm just trying to put that out there as like, hey, while we're thinking about things that really don't matter to us, are we thinking about like how we're prepared for what may actually happen? And what, where we're living in our environment and all these things that we're fighting for, but are we prepared for them as they're happening? Like you can sit around and fight for climate change, but are you preparing your life and your house for that? Your family, like all of these things? Do you consider those things? So, it's just, you know, when I say application, it's the entire application to it, you know? Like, me, I don't just run. I found an appreciation for wellness in my body, in the human body, and so it's an application to learn how to do better, you know? It's not just, oh, I'm fit, like, get the fuck out of here, you know, like, how does that really apply to how you approach the world? So, no, I mean, people aren't really, you know, like, the, the ratio's low, but whatever. They'll die. <laughs> so what's that? I mean, you know, not to say that, like, but, real, but, but yeah. that's all it comes down to, you know. Like, I'm not, and like I said, I'm doing this like for me, and I hope people learn. But it's, it's in at the end, it's like I'm trying to take care of myself.
0: Uh, so when you're talking about the climate change part, it's some, some of us. I've been guilty of it as well, and probably still am in some ways have the whole, oh, we're doing the preventative stuff, so maybe it's going to turn. It's like, yeah, and it might, but it also might not turn until after your lifetime. So, like you said, are you prepared to deal with what's here right now, right now in the process? Right
1: for, for your legacy. Yeah. You know, like, are you taking care of it? Are you strong enough? Like, and that comes down to even food and, and like, how we how we digest food you know like the biology with that that the bacteria with that how we kill bacteria in certain foods and then we're like trying we're eating that and our bodies can't really conform to all those things and we're just like not tuned in with the things that matter we're not focused on those things we're focused on like things that are so far away or somewhere in the past yeah but never like the right here and what we should be focused on and so, I mean, I've always been like punk, I've always been on the other side, and me running and caring about my body is the most punk thing I could ever do, you know? Because it's like, is this what we're really going to do with ourselves, guys? Really? Because things are like, not even like legal, because we have access, because we can import everything, because we can have everything we use it? Okay, have fun. I'll be punk. I'll
0: see you after ten miles. Or or, or laid out, clear on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, The interesting thing, also, about talking about like just going through the motions versus having the awareness of what's going on. Reading an article that jarred me, and then what jarred me was the fact that this article jarred me. We have recyclables that are ending up in landfills in the U.S. because China has stopped buying our recyclables. And then the alarm went off my head. I was like, wait, so we've been selling our recyclables to other countries. So we haven't even been recycling them. And then now, because someone's not buying them, we're not doing it. So we didn't have the habit, we passed the buck. And now that that's not happening, now it's just going to a lamp. So, you know, you're in your little home thinking, "Oh, I'm doing good. I'm separating paper and plastic and isn't this this. it." Like, if you're not actively doing the recycling and repurposing and stuff, do you really know that it's happening? I mean, do you know? It's
1: like not even that, though. It's not even the paper right. and the like fucking plastic. It's not. Like, it's so many other stuff, and we're just so hung up on all, again all the wrong things. Yes. We don't. If you're really like. And the paper and plastic, how about you realize how much trash you have, period? Yeah. Just period. Not where your paper and your plastic go. How much uh, How much waste do you have? Every day. What's your carbon footprint? Every day. What products are you buying? What do you keep in your house? What do you consume? What do you hold on to? What's awful for this environment that is a part of your life?
0: that's we all give into it yeah we're all
1: I mean plastic straws
0: yep I was reading about that too
1: everything it's just everything so like if you're gonna be like oh man this you should think about like how this can consume your entire life though you know and it's like I was at the women's March I mean, I I went for necessary reasons, not because I was out there to protest anything. I was out there to get ideas of how to protest better because that's the worst place to go. It's not not a protest, it's just like a free-for-all. And I'm just chanting, you know, what do we want? We don't know. When do we want it now? And that's the thing, like, everyone has it's like, I'm behind something. I have a cause and I'm oppressed and I'm after something. It's like, you don't really, you ain't really after that. Because if you were, it would take over and consume your entire life. And you would, like, believe for that. And you would give everything for that. you put your body through that. That'd be your sacrifice. <laughs> it's never really a sacrifice for most people. Because everyone's too comfortable.
0: There's even things that I've been challenged just within this conversation. Like, oh, it's the whole, I'd like to think I am versus, but what are you actually? Where is your level of awareness really high? Like? Good intentions are great, but that saying of, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, like right? You can end up in, you know, a quagmire of a pluffle because you meant that. Who cares what you meant? It's what you're doing. And having the uncomfortable conversations, looking at the uncomfortable facts, and having more direct accountability of what you're actually doing, not what you gave to somebody else to take care of to do. That's and the being most okay part
1: with with being the outsider and trying to challenge yourself. And especially especially in my black community, it is just looked at like so poorly that I want to challenge myself in a certain way. You know, it's like why do you try so hard? And I'm like, I get it. Life's hard. I get it. I totally get it. You know, but I can also have things that I never imagined. And being able to be on the other side of that and be comfortable with that, I mean, that's, that, that has been a major challenge, but it's also one of those things where it's like, I don't have a choice, you yeah. know? Like, cause it's not the popular thing to do. It's not the popular thing to say, no, I'm not gonna eat that. No, I'm not putting that in my body. Sorry, I'm gonna wake up at this hour. Sorry, I go to bed at this hour. I'm, I don't have time for that. I only answer my emails twice a week. You know, and people, but well, why don't you have time for I me? Mean, I, I don't. I just don't. I'm focused.
0: Where does that come from for you? What? Just the there's a state of complete comfort in your center. And it's not with no regard to other people but without letting their regards influence what you do. Like having that strong of a central, It's like your true north is so unshakable.
1: I came out the womb this way. Please talk to my parents, like they can't stand me half the time. I've always <laughs> been this
0: way. I mean it's awesome to me because again, it goes back to like, I'd like to think I'm that way. And then I have conversations with you, it's like, <laughs> nope. It's like, a, it's like a Beatrix kiddo going to pie Man. It's like, I thought I was hard, and then like I had to walk up these stairs and like <laughs> bust, bust my hand through a, a wood board. No, I mean, and this guy just waving his beard around at me like, ah. But it's interesting.
1: I've always been, I'm a light. I've always been this, this, this thing that people are drawn to and attracted to and want to hang out with and want to talk to. And I'm very aware of that. And so it's what you do with it. When I was a rapper, everything I talked about was was awful. You know? And I was like, oh, shit. I have a platform. I can make fun stuff. I'm skilled. I'm skilled in a way where, like, this could be something. But I'm I'm talking about absolutely nothing. And I was very aware of that. And so it's just being aware of, like, what you're doing and what your time here is worth and, like, what you have to offer. And that's it. And what the intentions are behind it and all of those things. You know? It's like... That's all it is. I, I want to, like, just be better with, like, how I was delivering myself and what my intentions were here. And so I, I don't really have too many options. But, I mean, <clears throat> and I say that over and over, but this is this is it. You know, like, I've been raised to be it for my family, for their that legacy. I got to make it. If I don't make it, they ain't much left, you know? And so it's, like, it's pressure mixed in with, like, a feeling like there's not too many people who I align with and agree with in this world anyway, so I just got to take care of me and do what I got to do, with also knowing that people die and you're going to die soon, and not to be too morbid, but like handle your shit and handle it well, also mixed in with like, there's just so, I want to part a bench named after me, so like how the fuck do I get from here to a bench, you know, and so it's just like, it's all these things that like spin in my head every day, but I mean it, it wakes me up and it's like, ah, I can have it, and I've never... All my dreams were quite small when I was a kid because I didn't have much, and I didn't think I could have much. And then when I started to achieve those little, tiny-ass things, I was like, oh, I can have more. So I started dreaming for weird things and getting them, and then it's like, oh, I I got the secret. Okay, cool. And when you have that, you're a riot. So that's why I'm a riot, you know? (laughs)
0: Accurate as fuck. Accurate <laughs> as fuck. Man, um, you said more in 20 minutes than
1: I can talk forever. I can
0: talk a lot. But it's not just what it's okay. it's, not, it's not it's not just the ability to talk, it's the content of what you're saying. And it's funny because most of what you say have just been reiterations of the same point. It's like
1: Is it? The funniest
0: part, the funniest part is there's only a few people that I've seen this happen. Um, I watched, what was it? The um it was an interview with Pharrell, I forget where he was, uh, but he was being interviewed at some school or something. And it was like it was a really fantastic interview. And like the interviewer you could tell was like a big fan and kept trying to get to this whole like, you know, what's the secret, like how do you do it? And Pharrell hit him with the Listen bro, like, I'm just a Like I just showed up and did me, and this shit happened by accident, but not accident, but like I didn't plan this shit. Like, I'm, I accept that I'm a vessel. I'm aware that fantastic things that happened to me. I wasn't a plan it just happened. Like, I, I happened to be there, and then I was aware of it, like, you know, did my thing. Like, it was like, I'm Mr. Magoo. And it was so interesting because all of the questions kept trying to come back to, uh, so how was your thing in your process with this? And I think it's just, Journalistic and inquisitive nature of like wanting to know how that was not so much to emulate it but as a confirmation right like am I on the White right path am I doing the same thing or whatever and even in this conversation I found myself falling into that like what am I really trying to dig into and then the more that we talk about it's like really there's nothing to dig like you're looking like the answer's right there it was laying on top like the, the tomb was already yeah. open everything was laid out there were lights on and everything there's nothing for you to do except just be and you're looking for something deeper because you think that it's associated with you know where are, I gotta pull this out no here here's what it is. It's like people don't know this, what to do with it.
1: This, this is this is truly it and like they don't and I'm used to it and, and that's fine. And <laughs> because it's the path I've chosen, you know, and it's a difficult one and it's always been a challenge. Um, it's always been a challenge to be myself. It's always been a challenge to in situations when you know, I, I think a certain way, I, mean, I, I have an outlook, like I'm quite conservative in my outlook at least in life, you know. But it's like, shit, why not? You know, why not think that way? Because that, that does, you know. I think results come out of being slightly conservative and thinking in a very serious mindset, where like this is important and we need to take this, you know, into consideration instead of being so like las day about everything, which a lot of liberals can be. It's like everything is so free and open, and it's like we have no clear direction whatsoever, you know. Um, so I mean, again, it's like it's a little bit of how I was raised. It's a lot of bit of like what I've experienced in my life. It's a lot of bit of like death and trying and trying really hard and then being like, alright, cool, like how do I reach more people or how do I get this out or like... Whatever, I'm a performance artist. Like I'm, I'm supposed to be acting on a stage right now. But that wasn't the the space for me. Can I go back to that space now? That like, black people are allowed more, and I don't have to play a maid or a slave. Maybe. But when I was growing up, I didn't want to do that, and so I had to find a way to get my voice and my everything out, you know. And so I was like, oh, cool. Let me get it out in these other ways. Let me go behind the scenes and work with all these people, you know, and do behind the scenes and then like backstage and build sets and do makeup and all these like. Other things, other extensions of theater and performance and storytelling. So all I'm doing is storytelling, theater kid, same old arts and crafts shit I've been doing since I was a child, just playing all day, you know, but it's like, all right, what do I do well? I know how to tell stories. I know how to see things, and I can, like, put all this stuff together and just do it and keep doing it, and all it is is just getting your, your hours in. It's a lot of hours. And that's it. So the process of what I'm in the middle of doing, I'm in the middle of putting in my hours. My hours to be a stronger person physically, my hours to be a better artist, my hours to be a better human, my hours to be a better woman, you know? So I'm just in the process of putting in a lot of hours every day. And I got 24 each day. So I'm just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So. So about this bench. Did you figure Mm -hmm. out
0: how you're going to get it?
1: I'm going to be a professor at some point. All of this is going to be broken down into some curriculum because I'm able to just own it. And so, yeah, undo's going to have some curriculum behind it. And then at some point, people will be like, man, you were able to like, teach people a whole other way of thinking. And I'm like, yeah, man. And I'm going to be able to teach that at a university. And then people are going to be like, man, she was so important when we named a bench after her."
0: You know where you want this bench to be?
1: somewhere near my farm. So I'm going to be at the university and I'm also going to have my farm at the same time. The university is going to give me my free time away from my farm and my farm is going to be my pride and joy my everything.
0: Can I come cook with the produce from this farm?
1: So it's going to be a wellness center and people can come and like check in and I'm definitely going to be making money like a hospitality center but so you can come and like check out for the time being. So we'll have fasting moments and you can come for like two weeks up to a month and just check out and then be slowly uh, conditioned back with proper food and stuff like that and on your way but mm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's um, is there an email list I can sign up for that now? <laughs> <laughs> and knowing you, you're probably going to like, yes.
1: No, I got about eight years on me for
0: that one. So. S- send me a calendar invite to remind no. me annually.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. No,
0: no, no. no. But send Jason email updates.
1: No, I mean, people will know. Because they'll be like, where the fuck did she disappear to? And it's going to be like, this is what I said I was I was doing. This is where I've been. I forgot who I was talking to. And they're talking about learning, oh, a financial advisor. <laughs> and he was like, you know, so when are you doing like this? And do you need, what do you need right now? And I was like, I just need education right now. Like, y- yes, I need money to do a lot of things, but not right now. I need to just be good at what I'm doing right now. Keep doing that right now and educate myself while I have the capacity to learn right now. Because The older you get, the more you lose that. So I'm trying to just hold it, suck it all in right now so i can go and just let it loose making making money is easy fulfilling a purpose that's the hard part of life anyone can make money making money is not hard prostitution is quite easy yeah and it's fulfilling the purpose so When I accepted that part, that I could always go somewhere and have a job and make at least $150,000 a year anywhere, I was like, oh, okay. What do I want to do? What can I sacrifice right now? Can I live off having nothing? We'll see. Because if I want to, I can go work a certain kind of job and do there and be there, because my, res- my resume has allowed that, but I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Rich white boy freedom?
1: I'm saying what do I need right now? I don't need stuff. I need one pair of jeans. Like I don't need and you gotta think like that. When you think like that, you have more. And then people are like, oh, how are you here? Like I don't buy shit. a pair of shoes I don't know how many years you know what I mean like I don't, I don't I don't buy anything and so people are like how do you have this or how are you going places or how are you how do you afford this it's just like I I have a close friend who's actually um, organizing the runs that we're doing he lives in Venice in a beautiful place and I kid you not he has nothing in his home nothing every like nothing he was black every day but he lives the most wild, like, adventurous life and, and like, just lives well. Because he's realized he's figured it out. that like, I don't need all that shit. Beautiful home. Not, like, nothing to be seen. That's where there's no pictures. There's nothing. There's just, like, everything you need to enjoy a meal, and that's about it. So, it's, it's just that mentality. And when you get around enough people and you see that, you're just like... Later when I'm if I make it to 60, 70, I can sit around and have shit. But for now, with the kind of freedom I have, hell. No, no,
0: no not time for that.
1: Anymore. No. You know how much money I've spent in furniture since I graduated from high school.
0: I don't even wanna talk about that because I, I I know how much I have and I don't have any of it anymore.
1: You need you you think about that, you know what I like, mean? And it's just like yeah. All the things I've owned, the furniture, the like, the moves, all of that, all of that I, that I've done.
0: I don't have a thing to show. Picking
1: stuff the, out, decorating. Oh, I need nothing. I have none of that stuff. Well,
0: that's actually an important example of the fact of how much it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Because if it mattered, you still have
1: it. I watched my mother buy new furniture set so many times and I'm just like where did the last one go? I gave it away when we moved and I'm just like that's why you ain't got no money you know and I do the same thing when I left New York I was like everyone take it all you know and I'm just like then I got out here and I was like Ikea <laughs>
0: right
1: and I'm moving again and I'm just like uh, what am I gonna throw away you know and it's just like it's it's that and then you're like why do I not I have anything it's, it's like you can have a lot in this world. It's just what you prioritize. It's the people in the hood talking about they ain't got no money, but you got a TV and everything.
0: What is the saying? Um, everything you need, you already have. Yep. But I think the, the caveat to that is knowing how to properly assess it, how to properly inventory it, how to properly prioritize it, and then, again, like you said, having the purpose. Like, Making money, buying things, all that is the easy part. But what you're doing with things and letting that be like a life, like that, that true north again I talked about, that's thats actually, it's not the hard part. It's the unlearning.
1: I'm sorry, okay. you're recording and I'm being It's the unlearning,
0: the, the deprogramming. Yeah. I'd say that's probably, and it's not hard, but it is challenging and it takes intention. I'm grateful that I'm the type of person that once I receive information, it, my mind is very binary. Does it serve me? Yes. Upgrade. Does it not serve me? No. Will it serve me in the future? Yes. Archive. Will it serve me in the future? No. Like It's a, it's a flowchart. Yeah. But because of my intelligence, which is my capacity to take on new information, My knowledge changes all the time. I know lots of smart people that are stupid as fuck. But every intelligent person I know has probably changed their mind, literally, like changed their entire mind, all of their wiring, had paradigm shifts. Once every seven years. Once every five years, or once every time that they get impacted with something. Yeah, if
1: you're on a quest to again be better, it's always been a quest. Actually, I'm not going to say always. It became a quest somewhere in college when I was like, I'm going to be stronger mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And then I actually went after that. And it wasn't just a, I want it. It was, okay, now I need to cut everything that does not serve me out of my life. And what is that? Are those people? Is that my job? Like, I've cut so many things out and so many, yeah.
0: So it's like not just what what do I want to do, but no, I've decided I'm going to do it now. How do I achieve it? How do, do I achieve
1: I it and where do, how do I place myself in a whole new environment to get that, you know? And like, and is it lonely? Fuck yeah. You know how many times I'm in scenes with people and we're having the best time, but I got to glow up real quick, so I got to leave them? And like, we're having a great time. But I gotta leave that scene for Just to go do what I gotta do And it's like I get thrown into those situations all the time And I'm like How did I end up in this room In this amazing scene And I'm not here Because I gotta go do something else And they're not coming with me They're here And they stay here And that's amazing And I gotta move on You know And it's like
0: That's not your stop
1: It's not And and to say that it's happened It it happens At least almost every quarter (laughs) Not, not, Not even that But it happens a lot to where it's like, oh, shit, I'm in and I'm out, you know? And no hard feelings, and I don't want people to feel like I'm leaving them, but, like, I got to go on to something else. So I'm used to shit by now.
0: But also, you can only leave people if they're not willing to move forward.
1: And a lot of people don't want to move forward because, I mean, look, I've said this to almost anyone that gets a little too close to me. I am on my path. I am on the Either you ride next to me or you get left. Simple as that.
0: Thanks to Nevasha Thomas, We Ascend, and Undo Ordinary for today's episode. This podcast is presented weekly by The Vanishing Gallery. Until next time, keep exploring the middle and what lies within.